Blessed Sunday morning, Pastor Shane, Worship Without Walls. And I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining me here today for our first of our four-part series, Without a Pattern. <clears throat> each week we're going to talk about each part of that boat, being in that boat, and so forth. But as we begin this morning, let us begin in prayer as we celebrate today's independence around America on the 4th of July. Let us know that in all independence it comes through the Lord who created us equal. And let us pray. O oh God, sustain us in the complexity of our humanity as you sustained David playing the harp of youth, throwing stones at giant problems loving our friends beyond wisdom, dancing, worship, mourning children, breaking our hearts in psalms, and longing for warmth in our old bones. Amen and amen. We turn now to our red hymnal. <clears throat> we start off with a man of God. How can a young man keep his way pure by living according to the word? I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in the following your statutes. As you once rejoice in great riches, meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. How can a man keep his way pure? By living according to the word of God. We continue forth into 477, a woman of God. I reach out my hands to your commandments, which I love. I meditate on your decrees. In the night I remember your name, O Lord, and I will keep your law. May your unfailing love come to me, O Lord, your salvation according to your promise. Do not snatch the word of truth from my mouth, for I have put my hope in your laws. I will always obey your law forever and ever. I will walk about it in freedom, for I have sought out your precepts. I will speak of your statutes before kings and will not be put to shame, for I delight in your commandments because I love them. In the night I remember your name, O Lord, and I will keep your law. I reach out my hands to your commandments, which I love, and I meditate on your decrees. Here ends a reading from our red hymnal. In our opening song is, Come ye sinners, poor and needy.
sore. Jesus ready stands to save you, full of pity, love, and power. I will arise and go to Jesus. He will embrace me in his arms, in the arms of my dear Savior. Affirmation of faith. <clears throat> we believe in Jesus Christ the Lord, who is promised to the people of Israel, who came in the flesh to dwell among us, who announced the coming of the rule of God, who gathered disciples and taught them, who died on the cross to free us from sin, who rose from the dead to give us life and hope who reigns in heaven at the right hand of God, who comes to judge and bring justice to victory. We believe in God, his Father, who raised him from the dead, who created and sustains the universe, 
who acts to deliver his people in times of need, who desires all men everywhere to be saved, who rules over the destinies of men and nations, who continues to love men even when they reject him. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who is the form of God present in the church, who moves men to faith and obedience, who is the guarantee of our deliverance, who leads us to find God's will in the word, who assists those whom he renews in prayer, who guides us in discernment, and who impels us to act together. And we believe that God has made us his people to invite others to follow Christ, to encourage one another into deeper commitment, to proclaim the forgiveness of sins and to proclaim hope, to reconcile men to the God through word and deed, to bear witness to the power of love over hate, to proclaim Jesus the Lord over all, to meet the daily tasks of life with purpose, to suffer joyfully for the cause of right, to the ends of the earth, to the end of the age, to the praise of his glorious name. Amen. Turn now to 48. Lead us, O God. In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in your righteousness. Bow down your ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be my rock of refuge, a fortress of defense to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Therefore, your name's sake, lead me and guide me. We turn now to Psalm 48. For the leader, the Psalm of the Sons of Kor. Hear this, all you people, heart. All who dwell in the world of lowly birth and high decree, rich and poor alike, my mouth shall speak wisdom. Prudence shall be the utterance of my heart. My ear is intent upon the proverb. I will set forth my riddle to the music of the harp. Why should I fear in evil days when my wicked and snares ring me round? They trust in their wealth and abundance of their riches and their boasts. Yet in no way can a man redeem himself or pay his own ransom to God too high is the price. To redeem one's life, he would never have enough. To remain alive always and not see destruction. For he can see that wise men die and likewise the senseless and the stupid pass away, leaving to others their wealth. Tombs are their homes forever, their dwellings through all generations, though they have called lands by their names, 
Thus man for all his splendor does not abide. He resembles the beasts that perish. This is the way of those who trust his folly. The end of those contented with their lot. Like sheep, they are herded into their the netherworld. Death is their shepherd, and the upright rule over them. Quickly their form is consumed. The netherworld is their place. But God will redeem me from the power of the netherworld by receiving me. Fear not, when a man grows rich, when the wealth of his house becomes great. For when he dies, he shall take none of it. His wealth shall not follow him down. Though in his lifetime he counted himself blessed, they will praise you for doing well for yourself. He shall join in the circle of his forbears, who shall never more see light. Man for all his splendor, if he have not prudence, resembles the beasts that perish. Here ends the reading from our psalm. Our next hymn for worship is Amazing Grace. Yeah. 
Turn to 651 in our blue hymnal. We're going to talk about discipleship. A student is not above his teacher, nor a servant above his master. It is enough for the student to be like his teacher, and for the servant like his master. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, his wife and children, his brothers and sisters, yes, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And anyone who does not carry his cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. This is my to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Dear Heavenly Fathers, we come to you, let us pray. Friends in Christ, God invites us to hold the needs of our sisters and brothers as dear to us as our own needs, loving our neighbors as ourselves. We offer our thanksgivings and our petitions on behalf of the church and of the world. And Lord, as we come to you today, we look for your healing grace to shine down upon our sister who had her ankle surgery and was successful with it. 
We ask that you heal those bones infusions. May you give her the ability to walk once more. Lord, as we also come to you, we look for your healing grace upon this land. Healing of hate. Healing of segregation. Of racism. Healing of the things that tear us apart. Lord, we know through you all things are possible. And that your light and that your love is more powerful than anything on this world. Let the flesh not take over, Lord, but let your healing grace and your love be with us now and always, your guidance and your discernment. Lord, we ask that you hear our prayers, and through the ministry of your Son, free us from the grip of the tomb, that we may desire you as the fullness of life, and proclaim your saving deeds to all of the world. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn to 476. Soldiers of Christ, arise. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of his dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted, with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you keep us in your kingdom. And remind us to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Holy God, who both calls us and confronts us, the gifts we bring to you are only a small part of multitude we have received from your goodness in the depth of our beginning. We know that in calling us, what you really seek is our faith, our belief, our conviction, our very hearts. What you long for from us is not a trip to church, but a lifelong journey into the world to follow Jesus with our whole being. Forgive our unbelief, our holding back, and lead us in the way that frees us from the grip of this world, the way of life. In Christ we pray, amen and amen.
Our first reading comes from 2 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, verses 2 through 10. It is necessary to boast nothing is to be gained by it. But I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a person in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up in the third heaven, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that such a person, whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. Was caught up into paradise and heard things that are not to be told that no mortal is permitted to repeat. On behalf of such one, I will boast, but on my own behalf I will not boast, except of my weaknesses. But if I wish to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will be speaking the truth. But I refrain from it, so that no one may think better of me than what is seen in me or heard of me. Even considering the exceptional character of the revelations. Therefore, to keep me from being too elated, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. To keep me from being too elated, three times I appealed to the Lord about this, that it would leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. So I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For the sake of Christ, for whenever I am weak, then I am strong. Here ends our first reading for today. And our second reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, the sixth chapter, verses 1 through 13. He left that place and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astounded. They said, Where did this man get all this? What is this wisdom that he has been given? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James, and Jose, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Then Jesus said to them, Prophets are not without honor, except in their hometown, and among their own kin, and in their own house. And he could not, could do no deed of power there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and cured them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Then he went about among the villages teaching. He called the twelve and began to send them out two by two 
and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except the staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you, and they refuse to hear you, as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet, as a testimony against them. So they went out and proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons, and anointed with oil many who were sick, and cured them. Here ends our reading today from the Gospel of Mark. And this brings me to our sermon today entitled, Who Am I? And as I said at the beginning of service, this is the first sermon of a four-part series. The series entitled, Without a Paddle. Now for this, today being July 4th, being Independence Day, I see no better fitting day than to start looking at the question, who am I? You see, today we are going to look inside ourselves. In fact, I want each and every one of you right now to ask that question, who am I? Who am I in relationships? Who am I in my relationship with others? Who am I in my relationship with Christ? You see, first and foremost, we must remember that we are sinners. We are broken vessels. Because the earth, the plane of the flesh that we live in, can be deceiving can pull us from the grace and the glory of God. I think one of the hardest things for us to do is to humble ourselves to a point where we are no longer using Scripture, using the good book as a tool, as a weapon towards others, but using it as a tool to self-examine, to look inside ourselves and to wonder who we are. Are we the single mom? Are we the single father? Are we the divorced parents or broken marriage? Are we the adulterer are we the addict? Are we the person caught in sin of lust, addicted to pornography, too caught up with self-pleasure that we're willing to walk over someone else to get it? Are we the individual who is plagued by anxiety, depression, fear.
Are we the young kid trying to grow up in this world and have two things sitting on their plate? Their relationship with Christ and their friends. And they're trying to navigate it the best that they know how. For many of us, even as adults, we're still that young kid trying to decipher between our relationship with Christ and our friends, our family members, what we know and where we live. But as we look inside ourselves, we also have to look at the fact that we must recognize our weaknesses. Far too many times we are quick to anger and quick to speak, or in today's society, quick to type on that social media page. Yet, if we were a little bit more slower to speak, slower to anger, as Christ is instructed, we would be speaking more love than hate. When we look at ourselves from a point of who we are as Christians, are we just a boy or girl considering themselves to be a Christian? Or are we a man or woman of Christ? A man or woman of God? You see, brothers and sisters, we were created in God's image. In Genesis 1, Verse 27, it says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created. Why is it that we would be created in God's glorious image if we weren't important? And brother and sister, are you the person that sits there and is so hard on themselves that nothing you can do could be right? Because even if you were right with what you were doing, you've already torn yourself apart. Your self-doubt, your lack of confidence because you are trying to please others when the only other person you should try to please is the Lord. Giving yourself to Christ. Praising his glorious name are all pleasing to him. How many of you are just those that attend on Sunday and then live for the flesh Monday through Saturday? Or do you devote your whole life to Christ? You see, brothers and sisters, in the Gospel of Mark today, we see him sending out his disciples with almost nothing. No food, no money, one tunic and sandals. And telling them to spread the word. If Christ looked to you today, 
and asked you to go out as a disciple and spread the word, would you? Would you seek, even if you were persecuted, would you speak the truth? Or would you ignore the truth for the safety of the world? We also see Paul in Corinthians talk about understanding one's weaknesses. Now, brothers and sisters, if you are that addict, you know that your weakness is whatever you're addicted to, whether it's sex, drugs, alcohol, pornography. You understand that those are the things, brothers and sisters, that cripple you, that allow evil in to take you away from your relationships. How many of you out there can say that you have the best relationship ever, always, right this minute? I don't think any of us can. Because a relationship is a trinity. A marriage is really a trinity. Between us, our spouses, and the Lord. And if we don't have the Lord present in our current day, whether we are single or in a relationship, how can we strive, how can we grow in our relationship moving forward? You see, when I was talking about that relationship with Christ and pleasing our friends and the flesh, the question comes up of, do we seek him or do we only fit him in to our lives when it's convenient? When someone dies, we want to get a preacher to come and do a service. When the holidays come, we want to go attend service. But the rest of the year, we don't care. We don't actively seek our faith and our belief in Christ we don't actively communicate with those around us, helping them find their true potential of who Christ made them to be. For example, the shirt I'm wearing today is unique. It's an original. Original tie-dyed by myself and my wife. The lettering, the drawing of the anchor on it, done by my wife. And just as this shirt is unique, and there will be not another one exactly like it, brothers and sisters, you too also are unique, and there is no one else just like you. Yes, we are all created in the Lord's image, made flesh to dwell among this place. Given the power of choice, the choice to follow Christ, or the choice to indulge in earthly things. 
But far too often when the comparisons and earthly things, we tend to sit there and fall into depression. Fall into the mindset that we are not good enough. And if any of these words are striking a chord with you this morning, then you're right where you need to be. Because the Lord is not giving you this for no reason. He's giving you this as a reminder of his love towards you. We sit there and ridicule ourselves and we allow ourselves mentally to take us out of the game and out of the relationship. Take us away from having faith. Because we say we're not good enough. We say we don't belong. We say that we are too broken, too bad of a sinner for the Lord to ever take notice of us, take heart of us. We already have ruled out the power of the same Lord who left the 99 to go save the one. We've already ruled out the same Lord that walked on water in a storm and told the seas and the air to be still. We've already pushed out mentally before anything else the same Lord who is the anchor of hope in our lives that we need. Brothers and sisters, as we move about our week today, I look to you to really, truly take some time to self-examine, to see who you really are, and to think about if you are truly living up to your potential, not only for the title of being considered a Christian, which is a follower of Christ, but to be considered a disciple, to be one of his followers out in the world, spreading his word, his love, his light. Don't allow self-doubt. Don't allow the mental manipulation that we all do consume you. It's never too late to sit there. And as our affirmation of faith says, invite others to follow Christ. Encourage one another to deeper commitment. Proclaim the forgiveness of sins and proclaim hope. Bear witness to love over hate. Meet the daily tasks of life with purpose. And suffer joyfully for the cause of right. If we establish within our hearts that we and our minds that we know our weaknesses, we look to the Lord for guidance on how to battle those weaknesses. How to walk in this plane, in his way, in his word. 
Because we should already realize, brothers and sisters, that God understands our weaknesses and forgives us for our mistakes that we've made. God loves us. And His love and grace gives us the power and strength to make good choices. Because the Bible teaches us that when we feel weak, His grace is enough. This week, brother and sister, as you feel weak, maybe weak in spirit, weak in faith, know that the Lord is with you. Helping you during this time. The Lord is steadfast for you. But we can't find our true relationship and our true purpose in the Lord. We can't tap into the gifts that the Lord has given us if we don't first know what our weakness is drawing us to sin and our purpose in the light. As we wrap things up for our first installment today, brothers and sisters, I look to you and know that your uniqueness is not by a accident. It's intentional. The pattern, the gifts, the purpose for you in your life is just as meaningful now as it was when you were born, as it will be through the rest of your days. You say you're not important. You say it's too late. You allow yourself to think, think these things and feel these things. Just remember, when the Lord was about to die on the cross being crucified, the sinner that looked to him and knew who he was and confessed him as Lord, he said, you will be with me in the kingdom forever. So at the point of death, we still can be saved. But why wait? Why not take that leap right now? Why not indulge in the future of who we are meant to be? No more shall we sit in darkness, but let us prosper and bear fruit in the light. Let us have hope. Let us have joy. Let us find peace. And ultimately, let us spread love. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come to you today, we thank you that your Son, Jesus Christ, has been with us through all this. Help us, Lord, over these next few hours and then of this week, to look into ourselves and into our hearts to see who it is that you have chosen us to be through the gifts that you have given to us. Lord, we ask for your guidance and your discernment in everything we do. As we examine ourselves, as we find out our weaknesses to sin, so that we can use those through your strength and your grace 
to better not only ourselves, but those around us as your true disciples in love and in mercy. Through Jesus' glorious name and the power of the Holy Spirit, forever and ever, amen and amen. Our final hymn for worship is How Great Thou Art. Thou art. 
Let us pray. God of grace and power for weakness. At times your prophets were ignored, rejected, belittled, and unwelcome. Trusting that we too are called to be prophets, fill us with your spirit and support us by your gentle hands. That we may persevere in speaking your word and living our faith through you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and grant you peace. Go in peace, disciples of Christ. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom design from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.